Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today, as ever, by Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Uh, and we're going to do this real quick because, uh, number one, for some reason I'm losing my voice, and mm. number two, uh, Bob's got to get out of here. Yeah. So, on a um, time budget today. He's on a time budget. I'm budgeting so, my time. No, I have to get on an airplane soon, so I have to pack. You've got a ticket for an airplane? I do. A ticket to ride, you might say. Nice. Well, I don't care. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're singing them today. You're really on fire, despite All the right. loss of voice. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think it's finally getting better. All right. Uh, Action Comics number 1049 mm. is out. Alien number three is out of the Volume 2 series. And All Out Avengers. I did not read any of these comics. I read... Eh, I wouldn't say I read them either. Flipped through them. The alien looked cool, and the All Out Avengers looked fine. I have enjoyed Alien so far, and I think it's a pretty cool. I'm gonna start paying run. attention to action comics again with the next issue. Oh my god, it looks really good. I'm really excited yeah. about this upcoming uh, revitalization of the super Superman universe. Yeah, I'm excited about the revitalization of the entire DC superhero line exactly. that's been I, announced. It looks it looks phenomenal. I'm yeah. I'm worried that I'm ordering too heavy, but I'm. I mean, they're basically all first issues, so you can't it really looks go really good. So I'm just doing it, but I mean, so much of it is that shit where it's like Alpha and Omega. And oh, like, sure, oh, yeah. God, I think I, Shazam looks great. I think Doom Patrol. I'm so excited that there's going to be yeah. a new Doom Patrol. Like, why they're amazing? They have this successful show, and there hasn't been a Doom Patrol series in like three years. Yeah, looks super fun. Yeah, um, we've got uh, Amazing Spider-Man number fourteen. This is the first in the Dark Web series. It was really good. It is really good. It's really good. I was really into this. Art was really interesting. Yeah, I like how they did it uh, with four different yeah. artists, but the story is segmented into four seasons, so there was like a specific uh, reason. But like, I just yeah. for the first time. Uh, I mean, not so much with... I've been enjoying the current run of Spider-Man, but, like, for the first time, like, that X-Men stuff, like, it's, like, finally there's, like, an X-Men-related thing that makes sense to me. I'm like, okay, like, this... Give me this. More of this, please. Although, that said, X-Men was good, too. But we'll get that at the end. Uh, We have uh, the Avalon Hill Hero Quest game system. Very excited about this. This was one of my favorite games as a kid. It's, like sort of a basic Dungeons and Dragons for people who don't want to go uh, so completely crazy that they go uh, Tom Hanks in Mazes and Monsters and jump <laughs> off a cliff. Don't do that. Uh, don't do that. Play Hero Quest instead. It is $134, but it is like a gigantic, Ooh. like it's everything that's in the system. It was one of those big Hasbro Pulse Kickstarter things. Uh, they brought it back and it's awesome. It's like all the sculpts look even better than before. All the reviews are saying that it's like it's basically the same as the old version, only drastically improved in every way possible. Nice. So, All right. Into it. I'm probably getting one of these for myself. Uh, Avengers Forever. Wow, there's so many fucking covers on that. Huh. Wow. That's like too many. Yeah. This one I don't understand so much. Nope. Uh, Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number two. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Daphne joins the Birds of Prey. That's pretty good. Yes. Um, and there's there's two first appearances in it. Yeah. There definitely are. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, Batman Fortress number seven. Mm-hmm. Batman Gotham Knights Gilded Age number two mm-hmm. of six. 
I'll let you know what I think once I crack open the bags on that. <laughs> I but know. I saw some preview art for it, and I was like, I kind of want to check this out. So I'm checking it out, but I haven't read it. Yeah, the, they're still sealed, sealed in plastic, and I didn't open them. Is it? Uh, who's the other character in it? Is it I, Vigilante? It ties, I don't know. It ties into the um, the new video game, which I will definitely not play. No, I know. So, but I just like I saw like a preview of some of the artwork, and I was like, okay, like this could be interesting. So I just I'm gonna I got huh. the first two. I'm gonna check them out, and if they're good, I'll talk about it here. And if they're not good, I won't buy anymore. Okay, cool. Uh, Batman: The Audio Adventures number three. I love this one. Oh, it's it's so awesome. Yeah, this has been a really good a really good series so far. Yeah. It's there's two books this week that are to me like really solid like post Darwin Cook books, and the Batman: The Audio Adventures is like definitely like if Darwin was still alive, like he would be doing covers for it at least. Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's another one we can talk about when we get to that letter. Yes, we got Big Nate. Prank you very much, graphic novel. Oh, it's a pun. It is a pun. That is what it is. Uh, and we have Creep Show number three out this week. Good. A really great. Uh, there's a really great raccoon story in it that was <laughs> really amazing. Yes. Uh, big fan. Uh, With Frank Avila art on yeah, that one. It's great. Yeah, this, and the, actually, I really liked the art in the second one. The second um, one was really good too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. The, the Creep Show has been amazing so yes. far. Yes. Uh, there is a new uh, episode of Crossplay Love, Otaku X Punk Volume Two. Uh, we've got Dark Crisis, The Dark Army Number One, where we find out that Damian Wayne weighs one hundred and forty pounds. It's true. <laughs> it's canon. It is canon that he is one hundred and forty pounds. It is really important that they tell us that. Yes. Uh, what else? Oh, oh shit! I didn't read this. How did I miss this? Uh, DC Horror presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead number three. You know, I didn't read it Damn because it. I enjoyed the first one, so like I didn't bother. No, like, that I I'm just, gonna like, like this, yeah, so. I, I definitely yeah, yeah. bought this. Like it's looks, oh, looks great. It's a no brainer. This series is amazing. Yeah. Uh, of course, by Bruce Campbell, which right. is a wonderful. Uh, I mean, he's very good at writing just, Sergeant Rock. Oddly enough, he's really good at writing Sergeant Rock. That's very strange. Like if this had just been written by some other person, I would have been like, "What a what a well written book." Yeah, and it's it's interesting too because like he's certainly older than us by like what like ten years or fifteen or twenty yeah, years maybe, or something. Maybe, but like maybe twenty. I feel like there's like the Sergeant Rock. Uh, sorry, I'm, not, uh, I'm like uh, we have to go quick. But like I've been reading a lot of like war comics and yeah. like those Robert Kaniger and those guys that were like war veterans who did all these and like some right. of these books that lasted like huge, huge, huge runs. <clears throat> and thinking about like World War Two and like how completely removed from that generation we are now, it's interesting to find somebody who is writing those yeah. kind of like maybe he just like read a lot of those comics. I mean, or I think it's know? probably he just grew up reading Sergeant yeah, Rock. Comics. I can see that. There are there are a surprising number of people who that is like their that was their guy. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day. I mean Sergeant Rock lasted for like three hundred issues or something like that. Yeah. So it was like a huge running Book. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, what do kids play? You know, they play war, and then it's they true. read war comics, and they're like, "That's true." I mean, it, it it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. Um, good point. DC Mech number five of six. <laughs> I love DC <laughs> Mech. I don't know why. It's I yeah. think it's like great. It's just good. Yeah. Uh, DC versus Vampires number eleven. Ah, uh, my easily my favorite comic of the week. So good. Nice. So good. 
I really enjoyed Deadly Spider-Man number two as oh, well. Nice. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I love the fact that the demon bear yeah. is, is like a major part of this. And it's, uh, instead of just being a threatening presence like it kind of was in New Mutants, instead it's actually trying to talk to Spider-Man and tell him about this infestation of nightmares. And it's this crazy supernatural story. I thought this was just going to be some sort of dumb, like, over-the-top like yeah. this is like Spider-Man only kills people, and it yeah, was totally definitely not, that. not. It is not that. It is more of a spiritual. It reminds me more of that Doctor Strange comic uh, that had Spider-Man in it. That was all trippy in the nineties or early. Oh, 2000s. the Charles Vess one. No, wait. Spider-Man. Comic it was basically. It was literally like an acid trip. The whole. The whole point of the four issue mini was that it was an acid trip, and I can't remember what it was called. I don't remember. But it was fun. Nice. Um, <clears throat> fun comics are good. They sure are. Defenders, Beyond number five. Oh, I'm so sad that this comic is is over. It it, I, it got a little trippy at the end, but, um, man, I love it. I would recommend this book, too. So, like, I've been yeah, actually yeah. – I was uh, – talking back and forth comments on Facebook with uh, Javier Rodriguez yesterday um, oh, nice. talking to him about how much I like it and uh, he was very he's a very <laughs> he's a very approachable kind of like he's psyched that people like it and uh, it's 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 definitely a little more out there than some of the, it's oh yeah it's out there in the way that some of the Immortal Hulk stuff got I mean obviously right, it's exactly. Al Ewing um, I mean, it's out there like Doctor Strange stuff gets sometimes, yeah, where it's kind or of like this week's Doctor Strange it, thing, whoo. which is <laughs> much more out there than yeah. Defenders. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although this one is like, um, it, the, the the cool thing about Defenders is that as out there as it gets, the end of it, every issue has like an annotation page that's like here's where this appeared and here's where this appeared and here's oh, where this yeah, thing yeah. so it's like all these things that you're just like what the house of ideas like it, oh there's like you know it like references things like like the fantastic four meeting jack kirby after they die right. kind of stuff like just like weird but everything in it comes from a a, a published marvel comic yeah. like every single aspect of it and it's just big ideas and very cool and his characterization for Loki is great and I love this like version of Loki that's like this weird like gender fluid like literally gender fluid yeah, yeah. like like one panel it'll be one gender and then like switch like yep. um and uh and and easily the best Tigra appearances in nice. decades <laughs> uh Department of Truth number 22 uh people still love this book probably uh, right. Detective Comics 1066. New art, uh, new arc uh, with yeah. Ivan Rice doing the art. Yeah. And the art is very, very nice. Um, this has been a great book. Yep. And uh, and I will also say that the uh, the B cover for the cardstock variant uh, is J.H. Williams. And it Ooh. is just such a good cover. I didn't even look at it. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. And, of course, the 90s covers are super fun. Oh, it's nice, another, yeah. like, you know, it's a big Bane. Azrael kind of thing. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even actually know who it is. It's somebody who's made up like Bane. It's the character. I'm going to go look at it. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise. And Tradmore. It's just like Tradmore doing like insanity for yeah, like. It's, apparently it's a mini series too. Yeah, it's yeah. like not even just one issue. No, he's again. I mean, people saw what he did with, uh, with Silver Surfer and it was brilliant. And I'm glad that they're continuing. And not to harp on uh, on variants, you know how sometimes Peach Momoko is on and sometimes she's not. Damn, 
damn, this Peach Momoko variant is sweet. Oh, yeah. I love it. And also, the 1 in 50 David Mack cover is amazing, too. Nice. Um, That Detective variant, the 90s variant, is um, Kyle Hotz. Nice. So, very good. And Matt Williams cover is very cool. Um, And also, Treadmore did a wraparound cover that's really sweet for that as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, Earth Divers number one is uh, back in print with a number two, with a second printing, I mean. Nice. Um, So... We sold out of that one pretty fast. It's been optioned or something. Yeah, it was optioned. Yeah. Some some dumb thing that made people. I think I read something about Earth Divers somewhere outside of the mm-hmm. comic store, and I was like, oh, okay. I wish I wish people would care about things because they're comics, but you know, <laughs> that day will come someday. Uh, Eight billion genies number six is out, and there's also a local comic shop day variant for it, which is uh, for number one, which is just sort of a little sketch. It's cute. It is uh, trippy as balls. Like, this thing is getting really hard to fucking follow. Like, I'm not going to lie. It, does that surprise you at all? Yeah, a little bit. Really? Yeah, I mean, I for an like eight-issue series coming. to be, like, this far, <clears throat> like, just, like, I don't know. I think that this might end up being, like, in the long run, like, a yeah. trade. Oh, yeah, I think like, so. Like, just, like, but whatever. It's yeah, still yeah. good. It's still Ryan Brown, who I love. Uh, Eve, Children of the Moon, number two, is out. We have a Fantastic Four number 52 facsimile edition out, which is a really nice... uh, We were just talking about it earlier. It looks really nice. The colors are beautiful. They did a really good job on this. It's And this paper stock is just, like, slightly different. This is the first Marvel facsimile that I've looked at that I've been, like, really wanted to get. Yeah, it's on, on like, regular paper paper, but not... It almost reminds me of Baxter paper. Yeah, a little... It's just, like... um, it's glossy, but it's not like the same glossy that they typically use. It's yeah. like just it's better paper somehow, and I don't really know what it is, but it's they did a great job with this. Yep, uh, GI Joe, Real American Hero number three hundred. It's got a bunch of ridiculous covers. <laughs> that one with all the GI Joe guys the, is crazy. Every single GI Joe character ever on one cover Which is, is not an insubstantial. There might be three hundred GI Joes. Yeah, there probably are. Uh, Harley Quinn 24 is out. Hitomi number two is out. What a beautiful comic. Yes. Uh, and Human Target number nine. This is my other shout out as the post Darwin Cook. I think the coloring on this is very much. Um, and I think because of like the setting of yeah. it being kind of just like that, like, like it's got like a 60s like, um, I don't know. Like, there's a certain style of, like, magazine article from the 60s that uses kind of, like, and not even necessarily magazine article, but, like, ads and stuff. There's just, like, a very, like, 60s, 50s, 60s, but mostly 60s, like, kind of style vibe to the... And Darwin used that coloring a lot in his New Frontier stuff. And Super weird. Michelle was just watching a documentary about the guy that made this style popular. Oh, funny. And yeah. I cannot remember his name to save the life. Yeah, it's like, I was I literally either. just watching a documentary yeah. about the guy who created this style of advertising for movie posters and things like that, right. where it was like 
you know, stark red poster with like our black shadow hanging over it or whatever. Right, very all the graphic. James, all the James Bond posters and all that kind of stuff. But also just like, you know, like specific like lines, yep. just kind of graphic design elements that just like fall on the artwork. Like Greg yeah. Smallwood is just so good. And it's just a combination of text and graphic right. merged together. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, and just, yeah, Greg Smallwood's killing it on this. And I will say, uh, as much as sometimes I do really shit on Tom King, this is probably my favorite thing that this Whoa. specific issue is probably my favorite thing he's written Damn. that I've read in quite like at least a year. Holy um, shit. I really, I think Human Target overall has been really good, but I loved this issue. I thought it was very smart and cool. And um, I don't know. I just Nuts. like it. Nuts. Okay. I like it. Uh, well, I hate this place, Trade Paperback Volume 1. <laughs> oh. It's out. You're going to say you hate something I said. Or I well, saying. I hate whatever you're saying. Aw. <laughs> Take that. Uh, we have something that is very amazing, and I love this cover. The illustrated Al Songs of Weird Al Yankovic oh, hardcover. Yeah. So cool. This is like a who's who of amazing, amazing artists. Yeah. Just illustrating Real song man. lyrics from Weird Al Yankovic, and it's like... Some of it is just phenomenal. Including local uh, su- local comic guy Rick Parker. Oh, Rick did one? I said there was a Rick Parker in no there. I didn't shit. look at the book. I just looked at the credits on the back. That's but you crazy. Got the Al- you got the Alrids. You got uh, Sikoriak. Yeah. You got um, Hillary Barda. There's like really good cartoonists There's on it. Just, yeah. I can't remember a bunch of the other ones, but Rick Parker was one of them. Yeah, and the... And this is the local comic shop day variant, which is the Amish Paradise cover, which is really great. Nice. Uh, Image 30th Anniversary Anthology number 8 of 12. Two, uh, I thought the cool thing about this was, uh, well, there was a Jack Staff Paul Grist story in it, which is cool. Um, (laughs) And then there was also uh, Casanova, two chapters of Casanova, but each one was illustrated by Mm. one of the the other brother. So, like, there's one by Fabio Moon and one by Gabriel Ba, which I thought was pretty cool, but they're very short. Wait, are they related? They're brothers. I didn't know that. Yeah. No shit. It's true. Who... Who knew? Everybody but me, apparently. <laughs> I don't know that everybody did, but I, I knew. I think you ask the average person on the street, they probably knew. I bet the average person on the street would be like, who? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you talking to me? Please get away from me. Uh, Iron Fist Epic Collection, The Fury of the Iron Fist. Oh. We're finally getting into the world where you can buy a paperback epic collection, and it costs you 50 American dollars. Holy garbage. Holy garbage indeed. Uh, Iron Man Epic Collection Trade Paperback: The Return of Tony Stark. Oh, he's back for forty four ninety nine. So not quite as bad, but in pod four, Zus. Yeah. Uh, we got this late, but uh, better late than never. It's lonely at the centra of the earth. It's spelled all uh, all European. Oh, it's like center R E. <laughs> yes, it's lonely at the center of the earth. Trade paperback. It's also hot, and if you go there, you'll die. And full of magma. Mm. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 The Golden Wind We have a Cayman Rider graphic novel uh, That is Cayman Rider Kuga Volume 1 And there is also a new Cayman Rider comic That I was very excited about But I didn't get around to reading I was excited about it too I didn't like it all that much, oh, but that's um, it was cool that there was a comic of Cayman Rider because I like. I'm just Kamen such Rider. a fucking fan of Cayman Rider. It's such a stupid concept. It's yeah. like it's just it's the dumbest toy selling device ever created by man. But I love it. Yeah. It's just like 
oh no, I have a new suit this week that looks like a really great toy that you can buy. Um, which I love. And uh, also I love the fact that they all look like fucking soap operas, which is really funny. Yeah. Um, Magic Order number three. Or sorry, Magic Order three, number five of six. Blech, <laughs> dumb crap. Um, we've got the... We've got a really crazy, uh, big ass Beta Ray Bill figure from Marvel Select. Ooh, it's pretty good. Neat. I I like it. Um, we also have the deluxe edition of Megalux by uh, Alejandro Yorowski, Yodorowski. Ooh, it is a big fancy version. Wow, it's too big to fit on one of the shelves. Dang. Midnight Suns number three. Yep. I did not read it, but I do like the Midnight Suns in general. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 102. That's a thing. Yep. Uh, Miracle Man. The, the Silver Sun Age number two. Number two. The last non-original. And then the next one will be all original. Is what yeah. I, is what I'm reading. <laughs> yep. But and looks, we have, looks nice. We have a new thing from uh, Jason Aaron. And uh, is it Delmundo? No. Who else? Who else is working on this? Oh well, Nick Dragota oh, is. Oh, Nick Dragota. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nick Dragota only did like two pages of it, though. It's what? two artists. Boo. Uh, no, it's not boo. Actually, I actually I really, really liked it. I really liked it a lot too. Yeah, it was good. Um, it's, it was so confusing right at the beginning, and then as it went on, it was like, oh shit, this is what you're doing. Yeah. This is adorable and it weird, is. and I was like. There's an there's an irritating character introduced, but it's one of those characters that in a lot of these modern comics, you would have this person be insufferable and negative. Yeah. And in this, the person is not insufferable, mildly irritating, but incredibly upbeat and excited about the world in the middle of an apocalypse. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is a character that I am excited to read more about later yeah. on. So, yeah. I think that I thought this was this was a good uh, like it was one where I like I pulled it out I was like flipping through it and it's like okay I don't understand what this is <laughs> flipping through it yeah so yeah. I set it aside and when I put everything back that I flipped through then I like sat down with it and read it and I was like I'm I'm definitely bringing this home it's good yeah it is just it's I don't know there's there's a level of like uh, hopefulness and positivity in it that I really enjoyed yes but countered with a cynicism right. and, and brutality exactly yeah it's it's just very it's nicely balanced you should it is it's very say. well balanced uh, parasomnia dreaming God number four is out and parasite the full color collection is out so if you were a fan of this series by oh god I'm gonna fuck this up. Uh, it's Hitoshi Iwaki, I believe. Right. Don't quote me on that pronunciation. But uh, if you're a fan of Japanese, of the J-horror, uh, you're probably familiar with Parasite. It's a very well-known series. And it's really cool. And it's interesting to see it in color. It hmm. does not look like it was colored by a computer. It looks like it was colored by like Copic markers or watercolor or like a really nice. precise watercolor. Really cool. cool. Uh, I thought it was neat. Nice. Uh, Parker Girls, number three. We got Punchline, the Gotham game, number two. Mm -hmm. Are you checking this out at all? I flipped through it. Yeah. It's nothing that I care about. So Same. I, yeah. Silver Coin Trade Paperback, volume three. Oh, excellent. Great, great series. Spawn Scorched, number 12, is out. Scorched. Star Wars Hyperspace Stories, number three of 12, is out. 
uh, Star Wars Revelations, which I read and I actually liked. Is that an anthology mm. of some kind? No, it's all the same. It's all the same story. Huh. And it's all pointing towards a thing that's coming up like some other. It's sort of like a it's sort of like a alpha issue of a big spin-off that's going to incorporate all sorts of things. It's bringing Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and all these other characters together for this artifact that has been discovered hmm. that someone is warning uh, warning Darth Vader that they shouldn't touch, and he's and the Emperor is being like, "Go get that thing," and he's like, "Yeah, sure, fuck it." Yeah, he's like, "Well, I have metal hands, so it doesn't matter. I can I, I, I can I, hold it and not touch it at the I same time. I can do time. whatever. I can't touch anything. I can't feel anything. Oh my God, no! Except the Force. Um, so I will say that I really liked that issue. Nice. Uh, there was one of the artists that was working on it who drew Luke Skywalker like the biggest goon I've ever <laughs> seen in my fucking life. He was like convinced that Mark Hamill has a chin ass the size of a ham, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> Other than that, it was really good. And I'm going to say that maybe my book of the week slash surprise of the week was Star Wars Yoda number one. Holy fuck, I love this book. It's just it is your traditional samurai story. It's a mm. you know your your normal kind of somebody goes to protect a town. It reminds me of the hype that everyone had when Phantom Menace, not Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones came out, and everyone was like, yeah yeah yeah, the movie sucks, but you get to see Yoda fight, right? And it's like, yeah, it looked stupid. It was a little frog guy hopping around all crazy, and it really looked silly. I was pretty into it. I remember really liking it at the <laughs> yeah. time, too. I was like, actually probably like the moment of that movie, yeah, that yeah. I, the only moment of the entire movie where I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. But it, in retrospect, it to me, it's funny that that was how he chose to fight. I mean, mm. I understand that that visually, him hopping around like a weird little frog monster makes sense in a Star Wars movie, but as the strongest Jedi, like it seems like economy of motion. It's like when I saw when I saw the Iron Fist show and they were like, let's make sure that he's fighting. It's like, if he can't fight, I got a better idea. He barely moves at all because he's so fucking good at Kung Fu that his economy of motion is perfect. Mm. Just sell it that way. If he was master of Tai Chi, it would make more sense. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is. <laughs> But in this, you do get to, you basically have uh, Yoda getting interrupted in the middle of meditating by a psychic call, and he's like, okay, fine, I'm going to go to this thing, and against the orders of the council, he leaves and goes to protect this village that's being attacked by marauders. Come on, what more do you want out of a Star Wars story? It's so simple, but it's so well done, and the fight scene where he actually confronts the Marauders is very well done. Nice. It's it's exactly the way that I would have wanted to see Yoda engaging in a way that makes sense as a non-violent, violent person, as a person who's trying to minimize death in these situations and not just murder a bunch of people. Mm. It's it's fun. Uh, I does, does Yoda have a tiny it. lightsaber or does he have a full-size lightsaber? Yoda I genuinely has, can't remember. Yoda has a tiny lightsaber. Yoda has a lightsaber that is... Like, basically like a dagger. It's not proportional. It's not like a dagger, but it is not the size of... It's not like the size of Luke's lightsaber. 
interesting. It is. I just think that like a tiny Jedi makes a lot of sense in terms of being sure. like the best Jedi because it's like, what, right. how are you even going to fight are, that? What are you going to do? Like, it's like it's like fighting a Jedi oh, rat. Sure. You know? Right? Like, no. Fuck, you're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if he moves fast. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. It's like those tiny little assassin drones. That, like, <laughs> I didn't even see it coming, and it blew up my head. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Stranger Things holiday special trade paperback is out. Right. Fun. Uh, we've got Stuff of Nightmares number three. Mm-hmm. Do not care for this book, but it keeps coming out anyway, regardless <laughs> of what I think. Uh, Thor, Epic Collection, Trade Paperback, Blood and Thunder. Uh, I don't know what's in this. Oh, this is the, there is a big, this is the big Thanos, and it's the Starlin stuff. Uh, it's got lots of uh, Silver Surfer crossovers. Uh, Tim Drake, Robin, number three. This was weird. It's uh, if you want to see Riley Rossmo draw every version of Robin in one comic, like I do, then read this one because it's like he basically has like a like a uh, like a danger room battle with like all the other Robins. <laughs> Nice. Um, but then there's this weird monster Robin that also shows up. That's kind perfect. of like cool because he's still wearing the little briefs, but he's like <laughs> like Bane sized. Oh, perfect! It's, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm 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 down with the Tim Drake Robin series at least. Nice. Like, uh, you know, uh, Transformers Shattered Glass two number four. And we got Yusagi Yojimbo Saga uh, trade paperback of volume six. Those are those big phone books doing the big old reprints of Usagi. We've got Vampire Slayer, Buffy. Comma the. (laughs) They just really made this so complicated for everybody. Yeah, I'm a little lost when it comes to the buff versions. But, you know, whatever. People like multiverses. They sure do. Uh, Into those. We've got Vampirella Strikes, number seven. We've got Vanish, number three. We have the facsimile edition of Weird, number one, which I think is probably pretty rare because I got allocated. Because I know I ordered a bunch of these, and they only gave me, like, one copy, two copies. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's like the the old British uh, monster mags. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I, uh, oh, my God, so that. good. Oh, that's cool. It's like it's all monster comics, but it's that that weird British like uh, like Sumi ink brush style on everything. It's fun. Huh, nice. They're they're just like they're way more crass than the American ones, which is what's so funny about the like about these magazines. Yeah. They somehow took the EC thing and were like, "Let's just make it a little more vulgar." <laughs> and they really did. They did a good job. Excellent. Uh, what's the furthest place from here? Number eight. This is an interesting issue. Uh, if you're following the series, it's a different <laughs> artist. Um, and yes. it's the artist has like the full credit and then it's like backed up by the regular writers. Um, but the art style is very different. Um, so yes. And it of, takes place in a porn shop. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, why not? We've got X factor by Peter David omnibus hardcover volume one. And that is the new volume one, not the old volume one. It's the this is the reboot omnibus, uh, okay. not the original one. Uh, X Force thirty four is out. X Men seventeen is out. Surprisingly, very good. Although not straightforward, uh, I did. I was into it. I I mean, I just love that Firestar is. She's not in this issue at all. Oh God damn it! This issue is uh, the, apparently, and I and it's weird. This is how like little I'm 
like I feel like how slow the X books are moving because like I read the comic where Darwin, Laura, Wolverine, and is it Cinch or Sink? Sink. Sink. They all go into this weird time. Yep, the children of a the vault. temporal thing. Yep. And then this is like a rescue mission of Forge going in there, but he like makes a suit out of like a clone of Caliban and the other X-Men that has the time pro- powers. Oh, okay. Like he basically, uh, like they clone a suit. Like it's fucked up. It like talks to him and it's got Caliban's face, but it's like it has their powers, but it's just a suit, but it's like <laughs> sentient and he's wearing it so that he can be in this yeah, yeah. fast moving temporal thing. Yeah. Uh, and he's trying to rescue Darwin. Um, and uh, it was just... Oh, pre- was, was Darwin left in there? Darwin got lost in there. Oh, that's and right. And Laura died in there. Right, um, she did. That's correct. But, I remember uh, now. There are revelations aplenty in nice. this issue. Um, but it was, it was just... It had, like, some heart. And that's what, like, I feel like has been missing from all of the X-Men books that I've been reading is, like, it genuinely yeah. has, like... It's like it feels like they are heroic characters in it. And Laura that. always brings that, as far as I'm concerned. I feel like Laura is one of the... I mean, again, it's Tom Taylor who created that right, right, right. in her. But, man, I, I just feel like that character... If if people fuck with that character and ruin it, it pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> well, this uh, is, like, basically Forge is, like, rescuing people, and, and it's, like, kind of just, like, it, it, he's, like, there's this repeated line in it where he's, like, this is what we do. This is what X-Men yeah. do. And I'm, like, it is what X-Men yes. do. It's not what they've been doing for, like, the last fucking two years, but, but it's what they do. But that's going so, to be, I mean, that's going to be the thing is that I think we're going to have a, a big blow up where we're going to see who's on what side. Yeah. And I am very curious about the evil beast thing yeah. because we've got a dark beast running around already. Yeah. There's on in the world right now there is still a dark beast. There's a regular beast who's like kind of evil. I thought they killed dark beast. I don't think so. I think we saw him in uh I think he was in Wolverine recently. Okay. So I think he's back somehow. Well, I think that was just regular beast. He's just literally being like a evil. fucking evil scumbag. Like he did. I don't like think he so. Killed think... Wolverine just on purpose, just so he could bring him back and like use him to like. It's like mm. he's like fucking with him and shit. Like he's like literally evil. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But there's also and there's also a an uncleaned up plot line with I think Mystique and I believe Beast. I'm not sure if it's Beast or not. There were two resurrections that I think either through mismanagement of the actual, like, editorial or just I missed something uh, were doubled up. So that there's, like, an existing copy of, I think, Mystique out there somewhere where she was resurrected yet is also alive, so there are two versions of her. Oh, like they I, thought she was dead, so they resurrected yeah, her, but she was still alive. I think that is. I think that is a thing that has happened with at least one character. Hmm. So, I mean, it's certainly a plot line that I kind of expected to happen. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, and also, you know what? Young ladies don't play fighting games. Volume four, trade paperback. The end. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. All that's right. what we got. Um, 
Thanks for indulging my my timetable. Yeah, no worries. And so uh, that is it. Follow us at Coast City Comics. Follow Bob at Dollar Binge. And uh, maybe I'll find a dollar bin in uh, Minnesota to post comics from this week. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Comic Book College. I think in Minnesota, I believe, is the name of a local comic shop. Uh, And that is it. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye.